0: Blog Talk Radio. Caller number one, you rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show. So what's cracking?
1: Ain't no party like a
0: fat cat party Cause a fat cat party don't stop You never catch me sleeping, man Because I'm reaching the top And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop Ain't no party like a fat cat party At a fat cat party, they blow You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go Let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital Cause half of you was laughable Don't have me coming after you, you know exactly what a could do, a legend like that can do. I'ma name this fat cat Avenue. Mm. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out. Really? Cause if you hatin' keep steppin', you need to walk it mm. out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Huh? Mean, queen, fat cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holdin' out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon. Ouch. Cause haters they never win, man, they, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, what? you think I'm sorry because I left you? Yo. Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Yeah, Ain't no party like a fat cat party, because a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I got to sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party. at a fat cat party, Yo. they blow. You know how it is. Get on your mark, set, go. Uh-huh. Let it do what hey. ain't do you on the fat cat show yep yo 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 what's cracking you rocking with your boy the preacher's grandson the sinister minister the thinking deacon, the rabbi Raymond Noodle, the chaplain, of fried chicken's last rice that's Fat Cat. I'm by myself today. Nothing to do. Just uh, insomnia. I know all of y'all know, uh, some of y'all know what that's about. Some of us able to get uh, peaceful sleep and relax and all that. Don't have to deal with kids. Don't have to deal with nothing. You just got so much peace in your life and and everything is cool you got so much serenity and everything is just good. You're ahead of your bills. Uh nobody nobody troubling you with anything and the y'all anyway. But anyway, uh what's up with y'all tonight? You know, today's show is nothing typical but just trying to find out what's going on with everybody and and how you doing and how your mama doing and You know, things like that. So, you know, um, I'm pretty happy today. I uh, got a chance to find me another vehicle. I was looking for a vehicle. Of course, everybody who watched the show know that I was looking for me something to uh, be comfortable in and and drive. And, And, of course, you know, I found it. But I'm not going to... To tell you what I bought because I'm still thinking about whether I'm going to keep this vehicle or not. But um, I, um, it's a used car and it needs a little work. But I looked at it like this when I bought it. I said, uh, "That's what life is about. Life is about putting in work, y'all. Life is about we gotta." we got to put in a little bit of work. We work for a lot of things that that we uh want to have, but uh, i i i I call you. I ain't going I ain't going put it out there yet, but I'm a fit I, I'm trying to see what if I'm going to keep this ride or not. You know, um uh, but it's a I all I'm going to say is it's a truck. I got me a truck. But I'm trying to see if I'm going to keep the ride or not, but but it's it's you know right now I, I'm putting a little bit of work in it and um, I'm going hopefully I'll be driving it soon and I'm gonna come over to your house third and uh and we gonna you know everything gonna be crazy but anyway uh, how's everybody else out there you know uh, evidently if you're tuning in here you must not be at the bar you must not be uh, at your friend's house playing cards. You know, you, you tune it in and I'm I'm thankful for it. You know, I don't have my typical host on on this show tonight and I'm just ranting a little bit. I'm having I'm got something going across my screen that's that's talking about uh what it say, at this time we're working on delay for live shows processing. Please stay tuned as we work to have these become available. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but I, um, I'm going to go on anyway, but anyway, what, um, what is everybody doing, doing out there? What is, um, I was watching Netflix a little bit. I couldn't relax cause my soul, I supposed to have been doing my shows. I apologize. I wasn't able to do a show, uh, Wednesday because I was out. I was, I had my mechanic doing, checking my car. I had got the car Wednesday and, the truck wins. And then I, um, I turned around and I, um, you know, sat. Saturday, this, uh, what I skipped Wednesday, then no, not Wednesday, Thursday. And then I was supposed to make the show up Friday, but I got busy again. But then I said, you know, I'm gonna stick to my Saturday, my typical Saturday. So I stuck to the Saturday and here I am. And, this is a what's on your mind segment. And if you got anything that's on your mind tonight and you want to call me and talk about it, that number is 646-564-9728. But um what's good is anybody if you still that's if you still got internet cuz this stuff is expensive, y'all. Um what is, what good movies you watching on Netflix? I'm watching um this uh this series called called the order the order um you relax and good that's good that's good you know i um i had a long service today and um it was it was interesting not not it wasn't a service it was more of a lecture and this minister his name was uh i think it don't don't get me wrong i think i want to butcher the name but his name was Walter Davis, I think I know his last name was Davis, like you Kim and um he gave us a assignment to do, so what he did he took these p v these p v c pipes that these these uh plastic pipes, and they were they were yay big you know about arm length, and he had us line up he had two groups line up and we were like from the front of the church to the back of the church. And we were in groups and he had us, uh, we had a bet, two baskets, one at the front of the line and one at the back of the line. And in the, in the box, in the uh, buckets were three balls. There were, there were, uh, it was a tennis ball. It was a golf ball and it was a, a ping pong ball. So the object of the game was to it was keep in mind it was about uh 15 to 20 people each side of the of the church. Uh, uh feels good it, it what you say feels good going to re- release our first story. Okay, good, Wallace. But but anyway, this 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 guy uh he he had we had to take the pink the the balls and we had to put them in the pipe and we had to like tunnel it through the through the uh pipes to eat it was four pvc pipes on each side of everybody we had to tunnel it all the way till it got to the end of the line to dump it in the bucket without touching the balls so uh, every every time the ball fell out the the pipe it hit the floor, or if it fell, or if we touched it, it had to go right back to the beginning. But the object of the game was to 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 use teamwork, and um, we got to uh, we we were timed, and so we did the tennis ball first. And the tennis ball we was having trouble with it because you know the velocity of it coming through the through the pipes it was fast so we had to we had to line everything up and and make sure it's not tilted so it won't go too fast and then you had to take the the uh move hurry up and move the pipes to to a different areas to catch to make sure it it uh didn't hit the floor and um it was it was hectic and so uh, we got we ended up, my group ended up getting two of the uh balls in the other basket. The other group got one uh ball in the basket, and the uh the lecturer said, Who won? And of course, my group was like, Yeah, we won, we won, we won, and he was like, No, we all won. And so, the object of his story, the Message of his story, it was teamwork. He said uh, the pipes that we were using were uh, the pathway, was the pathway. The ball represented a soul, and we were trying to get the soul down the pathway, and we had struggles. And every time the ball dropped... It was us dropping the ball because it was something that we wasn't doing right in teamwork because in ministry, it takes teamwork to to bring a soul where it needs to go. And so he pointed out the fact that I was at the end of the line from the bucket and I came all the way out of where I was to help, the front of the line, get the, the ball to where it needed to be. And he said, sometimes you got to get off your high horse. That means whatever position that you're in, whether you're a president, whether you're uh, a bishop, whether you're uh, the first minister or prime minister or whatever, and get your hands dirty and stop waiting for people to do do without you helping them basically barking orders so it was a pretty good exercise and um and he said every ball that got into the bucket was a sole one so and you know it, it was a pretty good exercise but anyway i i just i'm i'm real happy uh, uh about that that training. it was real good and i want to ask this to everybody how many how many people got an amber alert the other day? That amber alert uh woke me up real late and it, it's a it's a trip because uh that amber alert that amber alert was why why do why don't our kids get amber alerts? When when one of our kids get kidnapped, why we don't why our kids don't get amber alerts? And uh, I looked at the Amber Alert, and it was um, suspect white male uh, for F one fifty, blah blah blah. And then I, I then my wife gets another story in the news that didn't get an Amber Alert of a father that kidnapped his kid, killed the mother and they found the child dead but the but the amber alert didn't go out for the black child and so it was hey, hey what's up cuz you, you all right good to see you. good to see you yeah but we don't our black children we don't get amber alerts so we got to start training our ch- our children different because we know we got this thing we got uh sex trafficking we got you know of course we know uh they're kidnapping our kids and and uh most of them are not being found and and they're you know harvesting black organs and I mean the t v is letting you know what's what's going on If you don't, you can go to my page and uh look at something that that I found very interesting, and people be thinking that I mean you're dealing with demonic forces out here and a lot of people don't pay attention to to what's really happening out here as far as uh, the, the evil that's going on. And in this one document, I forgot what it's called. I got to go back and look. But they had this guy, and he was talking about what hap- was happening to all the kids that are coming up missing. And um, he said that... Uh, that most of them are they're they're uh sacrificing these children and they're uh they're draining their blood they're using their blood for the passover for the for the jewish passover and uh he said uh it'd be so many bodies he said they take them to grinders and grind them up and they send they send the meat yeah, they send the meat to McDonald's places like McDonald's, Burger King and all of that. And they and, and it's some it's some creeped out stuff because it make you wonder like what happened to them kids like DeWine Sims? Where is that baby? Where was that baby? I know he got to be a grown man. If he was living, he would have been a grown man. But where did that baby go? Where is the the other little, get where the guy um What's his name that recently got locked up? Uh, Vonda Evans put him, locked him up for life. What's that guy's name? I can't think of it right now. But the one that said he got carjacked and they was looking for his baby, which we knew was a pure lie. What happened to that baby? Where that baby at? Well, we're not finding our kids. And I was watching something very interesting, too, how Japanese Uh, people teach their kids and we got to get to the point where we teach in our kids. I think, you know, uh, we do a little bit better with our, our kids uh, per se, if you a good parent, good parent, black parent, but I see a lot of uh, white parents, they do their kids differently. They let a little kid uh, walk the street, walk to the store and all of that. And that's why a lot of them come up missing. And uh, me and my wife was riding up the street the other day, and we saw a young little boy. I mean, he looked like he was about seven years old, and he was just walking. It wasn't nobody on the street, and he was just walking up the street, just nonchalant. And somebody could have just. And I just was thinking to myself, if I was a kidnapper, I could just snatch this little boy and be gone, and they wouldn't even know know what hit him. You know what I'm saying? But uh so we gotta we gotta start training our kids differently and all that. Start caring more about your kids. Stop when you have a kid, it's it's all about now it's all about the kid. Stop I know you might wanna try to better yourself, but if it's interfering with you becoming a parent, you know, like you chasing your dreams and admirations and you know you don't have nobody to take care of that kid. This is a, this is a product of you that you bring it in the world. And this product has to be unleashed one day. And, and partly what that child becomes is your responsibility. You know, I mean, if you gave it your best and in, in raising them and training them the way he's supposed to go, then that's fine and dandy. But if you just putting a child out here now and, 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 and say, well, whatever he becomes, he becomes cause I gotta go do what I gotta do. I gotta get out here and party. I gotta I gotta uh I ain't got time for this, you know. Uh go get out my face, go sit in there and watch T V. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to watch my movie and you bother me. No. Nah, don't do that. We got too much we got too much evil stuff going on. We got too many evil images and and messages that's being sent through the TV. We got it's it's too too much stuff going on for us to sit, sit nonchalant and just you know uh, just because we don't want to be bothered with kids. I make sure I take time out with my kids all you know to, as much as I can to try to teach them and train them and not just warehouse the kids. Don't warehouse these kids. Use teaching moments to let them to let them know what's going on and. Once again, if you got any uh comments on this uh what I'm talking about right now that number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight press one if you want to comment or just leave me a comment in that comment box and uh, we could talk about it but that's on my mind i I just and I, because this this kid that just found my wife was telling me about it and matter of fact this was this was a black Guy, he he killed the baby mama, and he uh he they just found the little girl dead. And I w- I want to say this, and I'm not strictly putting it out because I don't know uh the details of the story, but uh my thing is this because I went through something similar uh with my oldest child and, and the mother, and the thing is women. When you messing with these dudes, you know what you messing with before you get deep in uh, to it. If you don't know what you messing with, pay very close attention. A man will let you know what he's about if you just pay attention. He could be the nicest dude. He could be, he could charm you. He could do everything, but. You you know when a man truly is about you and when he loves you, you know, uh, I think y'all could be a little bit more slicker than us. But a, but a man has a lot of telltale signs to him. We we're simple, we're simple, you know, we're not all that complex. But if you really watch us, if you truly watch how we we operate, we're so simple. And 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 you know the the thing is too. I really believe in that you are who you attract. And a lot of us, we got to pay attention. We always say, well, I I can't say we, I'm going to say women. Women always say, I can't find a good man. I want a good man. I want this. I want that. Blase, blase, explain. But you present yourself wrong when you, when you, when you out here, you know, I don't believe in looking for love. I believe love is just something that happens, but when you uh, when you dealing with just a man in in general, and you come out here, let's say you on hoochie mama status, your uh, your your dress is gripping your butt. It's all way it's it's all the way up past your thighs and and your breast. You got your breasts all perked up, and you and you you know and you, you know your butt is 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 just about the about five car lengths back and stuff like that, and you think a man is gonna pay attention to your characteristics than your features? Then you got life twisted. A man don't want. I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna speak to, for myself as a man. Uh, before I found my wife, I when I looked at women like that, I didn't want to do nothing with women like that, but sleep with them. I, I knew I couldn't have no commi- commitment to them. I didn't want to have no type of commitment to them. That was just, that was just bad business for me. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I'm, I'm just being honest. And that's how the, uh, most of the average, the good men would, would, would look at the situation and see, they'd be like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to wife this person. You know, I don't I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring her home to my mama I'm, because they already know what you you know, what you are about. And then. And then you wonder why the man is acting like he, he's acting and then nine times out of 10, nothing positive is going to produce out of that and say, you know, this man, you know, you sleep with him one time and then you have a baby and then uh Now you want this man to totally commit to you, but he done, he done watch you. He done met you at the club and he done watch you deal with other dudes. And then, uh, he came along and he wanted to do the same thing. The next dude did, but he done got you pregnant. Now you want to get serious with this dude, but he already done seen your history. He done seen how you move, move, but but you, you, now he caught up with a baby with you. And you want him to to be uh, like your the one that be with you. And now he looking at you cross eyed and like, hey, you know, hey, this was just a one night thing to me. I didn't I didn't try to commit with you. I'm just, you know, now you're gonna try to use the baby on him and, and you know, like, hey, you know, either this or that. I, I went through that. Believe me, I, I went through that that phase. Not not to say that my baby mama was a hoochie or anything like that. But I I went through that phase where, where uh, it ultimately got traumatic for me as far as the relationship and dealing with um, uh, like when the situation don't work and a child is involved, you know, I understand that a man got to got to take care of his business and all of that. But, Ladies, if this man do not want to take care of his uh, his child, you know, don't, and you know what kind of situation he is. My mother went through the same thing with, with my dad. She didn't pressure my dad to do nothing. She didn't pressure. She just did what she did as a mom. You know, women been doing that from the beginning of the time. Now even some fathers are doing that. So, don't don't put the pressure on this man, cause you don't know. Cause if you if you put a man, especially if he a thug, and you met him, and you know this dude, you know this dude kept guns on him. You know he, uh, you know, you know he just a no good dude. And now you now you want to pressure this dude, uh, and you know when you pressure somebody that already that's already not wrapped too tight, you know they said pressure bust pipes. And so I don't know if this is the situation that happened with this dude, but I know that it was over child support. The man not wanting to pay child support, and now that young lady is dead. Now that baby is dead. Now you don't put your yourself in a situation that didn't have to go from the get- from the get go. If you would have just took the time to find out what this man was about, because you know people people always talk about. I believe in that people can snap. I believe you can snap mentally. I done seen people snap mentally, but I believe that if you're, uh, if something is already crazy about you, then, you know, hey, you just a time bomb waiting to explode. Cause I know me, sometimes i be wanting to explode, but it's my, my faith. And my, and you know, just uh, my spiritual growth that hold me back from snapping. So, you know, I, I just, I'm just saying, just be careful out there. Because you, I mean, ladies, y'all, y'all get the thuggest of the thug dudes out here. And they, you know, and you, and you, and then if this guy, I know it's hard to move on. You probably had feelings for this guy. Stop thinking with your feelings and think sensibly. You know this good dude. You know if this dude was out here shooting and killing people, uh, Thug Tyrone out here shooting and killing people, then nine times out of ten he ain't gonna mean you no good. Nine times out of ten, uh, the Tyrone ain't gonna take care, ain't gonna take care of baby Tyrone. So we need to, we we gotta change our priorities. So um, I don't know. That that's just me. Uh, uh ripping but anyway um i want to hear from some of y'all out here you know um that number is 646-564-9728 uh i had another story up now I, i don't know if it's my age catching up with me uh um or anything i I know certain things that changed in my life. Now that you, I got a question. Now that you're older, what do you find that you don't do no more that you used to love in your, in your old, you know, younger years. And I find myself now, I think I'm so lame now. And I thought I was going to be that, that, that forever hip guy. I thought I was going to always be the life of the party. I remember I was say. You know, I, I tell this story in church all the time. I say I say, Man, uh people used to my phone used to ring off the hook. Everybody used to be like, Hey, where you going? You know, where you going today? I used to keep coolers behind, you know, in my trunk with full of liquor and beer and all that stuff. And now I don't I don't drink at all no more. You know, so my question would be what can you do besides the typical stuff on an outing when you don't drink? What is the what is the thing that a couple could do as an outing and enjoy themselves without drinking? I mean now you got uh movie theaters like uh um out here, what's the name of that theater? Uh I remember the last time uh me and my wife uh no, it wasn't the last time we went to the movies, but it was we went to this movie and uh and they got they got the reclining seats where you could eat and they got the uh they sell liquor you could take liquor in there and drink, and that's when we went to go see uh straight out of compton That was the first time we went to that movie theater and uh so now at most most of them you can drink in you know and stuff but i don't I don't even have the desire to drink. And when I think about drinking, sometimes I get I get sick just thinking about drinking. So, what is it that you can do on a, on your outing that uh, and enjoy it? You know, when you don't drink. If you want to answer that question, it's six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. I don't, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a real lane now. All I do, all I want to do is just come home, relax. You know, if I cook for my kids, I cook for the kids and, you know, um, and, and, and that's basically it with me. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have the desire to do all that, that other stuff, you know, plus it's too much going on out here. You know, uh, I was looking at, what was the name of that D uh, Detroit just the other day. And I know one of the, uh, people, um, people is my Facebook friends. Cause I, I've seen them where they, they were up in the uh, bar party and then somebody threw a, a cocktail bomb in there and, um, uh, somebody got killed and, um, and he just posted on the page and he said that, um, he, he had said that, uh, he's, they messed up his bar and, uh, and that he's going, you know, he is in an interrogation room and they're trying to, see, I mean, you just can't go out and have fun no more. And like I said, I know me when I was still partying, whenever I seen, I went to a club that had like real young people in it, I left all the time. I, I just could not, not that I'm, I'm, uh, you know, discriminating against young people, but I know. I know what what pops off a lot of times when they there. I know uh it was when I was partying there, used to be an old man in in the clubs I was going to, they all had pool tables. And this old man, he was uh he used to bring his pool stick. And he used to he used to ballroom dance with all the young little girls. Just a young uh, old man just living his life and all of that and I mean he would buy you a drink. He would I mean whether you was male or female, he would just buy you a drink. He was he would shake your hand. He spoke to everybody. He was a pleasant old man just living his life. And he left the club one day and these guys tried to carjack him and they killed him. And I remember thinking to myself like that old man why would they kill that old man? That old man would have just gave them anything they wanted. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you don't you don't rob some grandkids of their grandfather. You don't rob somebody of their father. You know, all over a simple car. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it, it's getting tiring. Uh, just thinking of um, how. How precious life is, and how how little thought that people give to other people's lives. You know what I'm saying? I know it's hard out here. I do. I know it's hard out here, and I and I and I'm listening to you go on Facebook all day, and you see the simple things that people fight over. You know, they, it would be simple things that they fight over, and. And people be ready to kill over that. And it's not because it's something that they strongly believe in, you know, that they strongly believe in. They just, they just do it off emotion. You know what I'm saying? Now people that take strong stands and things that they believe in, they'd be like those, those people, the, Oh, you know, over in other countries that are getting a plane and say, do aqbaq and crash and crash and, and, and for their belief, but these dudes they don't believe in nothing. They just trying to profit and just and kill you or just pure emotion and just kill you. You know, that's what that's what makes it different. That's why uh, when when I gave gave my life back over, that was one of the the biggest things. I came back to my community that I I, I grew up in. And I run into a lot of uh, young guys. And um, one of my other guys that's with me, you know, he can't, I was never a street dude, but this guy was a street dude. And, you know, Eugene the Dean that do the show with me, he is a street dude. So he can touch people that's that's on that realm. I tell him that all the time you could touch people that on the realm where you came from that I can't even relate to. And, you know, cause sometimes even when we given a teachable moment, you know, to somebody, uh, it, it ain't, sometimes it ain't up to us to try to change them. We can plant seeds. If you plant a seed, plant a seed, maybe somebody else got to come and water it. You know, uh, we don't have to because if you press the issue, it's just gonna sound like you barking at them. And these millennials now, they mind is so made up. They are so different than than we are because they are in the age of YouTube. They're in the age of they're getting all kinds of second, third, fourth, fifth uh, uh, levels of information, and they and they think they know it all. And I had to think about that as a father too, because, you know, I got a, I got a 20 year old. I got a, uh, a 11 year, a 12 year old, and I got a, you know, nine year old. So I had to, I had to think about that. you know, they're not going to be able to receive information. Like, like I received it as a child because everything unchanged. And I look at, uh, uh, sometimes i be wishing life can go back to the simple things like remember y'all remember when when kids used to uh love to just draw you could you could you know remember being a kid and your your mama your dad can bring home uh some construction paper some any type of little paper and some pens some markers and you would sit in the corner you would I mean, I remember I used to draw for hours, Batman, Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk, draw my mom, all that. And even if you didn't even have them things, you would take, I know the ladies can relate to this. I would take the cardboard out my mother's uh, penny holes box and I would draw on that or I would write raps and something like that. Life was simple. You could either, you could go outside, play baseball, basketball, or build gold carts, or play the video game, and all that. You didn't have computers in your room. You didn't have a matter of fact. Some of us didn't even have TVs in our room. And and you remember, TV used to go off. But now, you look around now, they they got twenty four seven worth of evil in their house in the households. You know, out me, sometimes I, I find myself just sitting up watching the cartoons that my, my kids watch. I screen cartoons and, uh, uh, we don't, we, we don't let our kids watch SpongeBob. Uh, cause you know, SpongeBob do it's a lot of subliminal homosexual messages in SpongeBob that I pay, pay attention to SpongeBob. Sometimes he'll go off. And if you got your kids watch, if your kids watch SpongeBob, y'all need to, uh, pay attention to it because he uh, I seen one episode where he uh, he was dressed up like a woman and he was going on a date with uh, with Mr. Krabs and 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 he was you know lipstick and all that and he was I mean it, it just got ridiculous to me it, all this cross-dressing transgender stuff I mean my thing is I don't have no problem with uh, with if that's how you choose to live your lifestyle, but I'm not gonna allow you to put that on my kid and how I'm trying to raise them. I have a responsibility. I always tell my kids that that uh that you know you got to teach them so early, and you got to let them know you know this is uh uh because remember our our parents didn't have to talk to us about this type of stuff, but. I tell my I asked my kids. I said, um, do you know what uh gay homosexual it is? Do you know what that is? And then my my 9-year-old daughter was like, "Yeah, that's um that's when a man loves a man or a woman loves a woman." And I said, "Yeah, and I and I, I just tell them right off. I said, y- "Uh you know uh that what we believe that, that God don't condone that, And then my daughter said, yeah, I know we, uh, uh, we, we don't condone it. And, um, and I, I go for that. I know a lot of people, a lot of people go off into that. Oh, this religion stuff. And I hear people knocking religion also, you know, they be like, ah, oh, you know, white Jesus and, and blah, 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 this and that. And then a lot of people don't know that sometimes that very person that believes in that, that thing that you call white Jesus or, or any, you know, any type of uh, derogatory comment that you make towards somebody else's religion, that religion might, that belief might be keeping that person from killing you. You know, uh, I always tell a story of uh, my my grandfather. The one time, when we were in church, and my grandfather was preaching, and the guy came into the church with an axe and a shotgun, and he uh, he said he was on his way to kill his wife, and uh, and he said he heard my grandfather preaching from while he was walking. He was right on his way out. this was a big big uh, leather face uh, looking dude too and he came in there and my grandfather said allow me to pray for you and that man dropped that axe and he dropped that shotgun shotgun and he cried right when my grandfather prayed for him and he left he left that axe and that shotgun right there and and he, he got out of there I don't know if he felt followed through or you know or anything but for that moment that moment that, that was that was that lady whoever he was going to kill that was her saving grace. And we got to we got to think about that. We don't, you know, that very thing you you put down could be the main thing that's saving your life. You know, cuz there's some crazy people out here. Definitely. But I got 16 minutes, so I, I just you know, I've been talking for the longest. I normally, you know, this was a segment that I wanted to know what was on everybody else's mind today. But I see that, that you know, nobody's really commenting, you know. But, you know, I'm enjoying just just talking anyway because, uh, you know, I didn't have nothing to do. I uh, Like I said, I went to church earlier and uh, I came back and I took a nap and uh and now I'm up, you know how you you take a nap too early, you might sleep a good portion of the time, and now you know <laughs> you get now you are restless and stuff sometimes when i when i when I get to this point i I pull out the Bible and I start reading and and normally you know i um i fall i fall asleep with reading, but now I'm at the point now that I'm up and stuff and I, I got this new study Bible and I got this uh this commentary uh Bible and it it got uh the the words uh broke down in Hebrew words in Hebrew and they got it w- uh words in Greek and and all of that and I'm studying deep because uh at the end of this month I gotta go to another church and uh and uh, I, I got a, um, they, I'm speaking at another church. So, um but I, I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely blessed. I'm definitely blessed for, for where I'm at, you know, cause I was a miserable soul. I was, I was a miserable soul because uh, I'm looking at everything around me changing. And as a, uh, as a, man growing older you know when you start seeing uh your loved ones that you cared about leaving and you know you see a generation just passing by passing by and you like oh my god you know uh what does the future hold because we all know that at some point we're gonna get to that and our our generation gonna pass and but it's still hard and sometimes you know, even as much as we try to justify things with you know, if people got their own saying to thy own self be true and and all that, trying to use that as a moral compass. But sometimes, you know, uh we we battle demons deeper than than ourselves and we can't use that as a moral compass. So I try to I try to always stay in tune spiritually you know because i know uh if i if i try to justify things myself sometimes man somebody would, would have been murdered i've been in jail or something like that so sometimes i have to i have to go into uh my own you know in, in to my father who i believe in and so uh i'm gonna give this quick story i was with uh, a church brother of mine and we walked into a auto zone and there was a, a a white man behind the counter and you could tell that this dude was racist you could you could tell because when we came over there he was dealing with a white customer and he was uh he was all smiley face and all of that stuff and you know chuckling it up he 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 all that type of stuff and then when we got to the counter, his whole demeanor changed, and he looked at us weird. You know, just start. He was about to walk away. He really didn't want to take us, and and so, um, so my guy got to dealing with him, and you know, he a little bit more. He don't have patience like I have patience with people because I know that the nine times out of ten when you dealing with with somebody uh, that got problems, you dealing more with a spirit than, than you dealing with the actual person and you in that spirit, a bad spirit controls the mindset. And so, so if you're not happy in your spirit, basically, you're not going to be, you're not going to think rational. You're not going to, you know, uh, you know, have that peace within yourself. So this guy, man, he, and he saw that he was, uh, frustrating my guy you know so he you know he kept typing the wrong thing in the computer uh you know just giving him a hard time and my guy kept you know as we say uh about moses striking the rock he kept my boy kept striking the rock instead of you know dealing with him in another way to show that that he he, you don't frustrate me i'm gonna wait till you get it right you know because you could clearly see the man was like he had this attitude like, uh, well, I'm not a black man, ain't gonna tell me what to do. You know, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. I ain't gotta listen to you, and blah blah blah. But my boy kept falling for that same that same okie dope. But anyway, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk long. But what what's going on? I got 11 minutes. Ain't nobody. On, on here, uh, conversating with me. Let me see. Let me see what got, if I got some comments over here. Nah, no comments. No nothing. So anyway, I want to thank uh, those who who tuned in tonight to the Fat Cat Show. Um, and I'm, I'm just like I said, this was just what's on your mind. This was supposed to be a share. Event, but you know, of course, I you know sometimes it's it gets too late for some people this and. Sheree, the queen from uh, sometimes it gets too late for some people, and it uh, and other people, you know, things happen. So anyway, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I gotta I gotta hit the hay. I got a long day tomorrow in church, so I'm hoping that uh you're ready for church or or whatever you do but take it easy uh let's uh uplift each other pray for each other or or whatever you do and um let's let's always encourage each other so with that being said i'm out of here y'all peace